advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am... I am... am Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am... Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. No, not so fast. Lose its meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. Well, Dave and Brent didn't show up this morning, so it's just me. You have to listen to me, and um, that'll be it. So um, the show's Brent, over. Oh, Brad. oh, I didn't even see you there. What's we've, up, man? Hey. Yeah. You've been, oh, you're uh, here, too. We've been talking to you for the past hour, getting ready to record. I wasn't even listening. Oh. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> I already forgot what we were talking about. Russians, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so here's the th- you're listening to the Sofa King podcast radio edition. This one's going out for all of our uh, radio uh, stationaries. Um, so we'll try not to swear or be stationaries. Too- yeah, it's a new thing. Radio stationary. Hmm. It's much easier to get on radio stationary than it is on a radio station. <laughs> We're just at the top of the letterhead. <laughs> yeah. I just creep just around stealing stationary and write yeah. Sofa King podcast. On we it. we have a stamp. True. I dress up in a UPS <laughs> uniform and then I go, hey, what's that? And then I run over there. I just stamp Sofa King podcast. On a bunch we are of, now yeah. on a radio station. <laughs> but we are on a couple of radio stations. So this is our, our radio episode. But we, we've had an interesting social media development over the last uh, 24 <laughs> hours. And I might potentially... I I have no idea if this is this is involved, but this might be where it started. We apparently there's a a bunch of uh, Russians are angry at us because of our Vladimir Putin episode. Is Russians um, that's politically correct, right? Right. I'm just they're trying to tiptoe through the eggshells. Is that, yeah. is that okay. like calling a so, black person and uh, <laughs> African American? Yes. yes. Explosive okay. and athletic. Um, <laughs> that was there, racist. There's a guy um, that I've been that uh, ran into me on Instagram, and I talked to him and got him to start uh, uh, listening to the show. And um, he his first one was the Bermuda Triangle episode. He said that he loved it, and he said his girlfriend is um, Russian and Ukrainian. And that he was going to get her to listen to the Putin episode. Mm-hmm. And then like 24 hours later, this weird Instagram thing happened with us and Putin. So I don't know if this is the the connection. I don't know if I want to say his name because I don't want the Russians to come after him. Yeah, but yeah, we were tagged on some weird Russian site. And, uh, and yeah. nobody nobody likes plutonium in their milk. No. <laughs> I'm just, like I said, I, I texted these guys last night and I was like, well, we had a good run, guys. Uh, I guess we'll see who dies first. So you know, if, you're, like, if you're on uh, our Instagram, go to the, the Soph King podcast Instagram and look at the Vladimir Putin episode and you'll see a lot of very angry Russians. Yeah, they were think, mad. Who they're, think Vladimir Putin is awesome like and don't like us because but we, they're respectful, but you can tell they're very yeah. angry and uh, we're afraid that... Someone's gonna. <laughs> we understand this is us. the comedy. Yes. Oh man. Although the um, do your, the, do your accent, Brent. I'm not mocking anyone, sir. Yeah, it. it's not mocking. Yeah. That's how they sound. Accent. And yours is quite good. Yeah. Do it. Tell me. Tell I'll me. Move Brent. on. Okay. 
But anyway, one other thing. So scared. One other thing. What if there's um, a Russian Scientologist that's pissed at me? Oh, see, that's the thing. We were exactly. We were worried about Scientologists disappearing. Yeah, us, now, we now, got, we're, now yeah. we're worried about the. And Russians. the thing is, we actually gave Putin a ton of respect. It's just the facts are the facts. Oh man, props to Putin. Yeah. 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 Like, so people, before you comment, listen to the episodes. That helps too. Yeah. Yes. So I had one other thing, and our our topic today, just because we haven't mentioned it yet, our topic today is Roswell, New Mexico. Um, we've had tons of people uh, tell us they want us to talk about Roswell and look into it, and today is the day that we're we're looking into it. We won't be talking about flying saucers, though. It's just they have a really nice restaurant. They uh, do, yeah, nice, <clears throat> good nice hotels. Stuff. There's a yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah, no conspiracy theories. We're literally just talking about Roswell. The visitor center. They have a center. great convention yeah. center. Um, they have a museum. Yeah, like a museum. A, a Chipotle right off the highway. Way next yeah. to the Home Depot yeah. <laughs> retirement trailer park. <laughs> very, very pleasant place. That sounds like Barstow. Is that what we're talking about? I mean, it sounds like everywhere. Same same place. They sell alien jerky. That's right. Yeah, they do sell <laughs> alien jerky. Salted grays. You just totally came up with a million dollar idea. You need gray alien jerky. Yeah. They probably already sell it there. They do probably. Um, but I wanted to do one grace. one last order of business. I wanted to uh, thanks. I've I've done this will be my my last plug for it. But uh, for a couple of weeks now, I've been plugging um, a website called youcaring.com. Um, there's a, a gal named Alexandra Caswell, and as I mentioned before, she's uh, got breast cancer and she's having trouble getting funds because her insurance sucks. And uh, she's got an account on uh, youcaring.com. Again, her name is uh, Alexandra Caswell. So you can go and check her out. Give her any amount of money you can. It's a crowdfunding kind of way to get medical stuff. And the main reason I wanted to mention it this one last time um, is that a couple of our uh, listeners that I know of have logged on and given money. And I really, from the bottom of my heart, want to thank you guys. You're giving money to someone you don't even know. Um, and that means a lot to us. So I wanted to give a shout out. Uh, someone who just listed themselves as anonymous said, the boys at Sofa King led me to your site. Cancer effing sucks. And I'm not editing that because of the radio. She actually, he or she actually said, I'm assuming she effing sucks. Um, What's that? It's an abbreviation for a word we can't say flipping. on radio. Yeah, flipping. flipping sucks. It's an abbreviation for flipping. Flipping. Like I like flipping. Flips. Flipping sucks. Uh, ben, their sister, survived cervical, and know what a bitch this fight can be. Sending you a universe of positive thoughts. Um, kick its booty. She didn't say booty. <laughs> um, and then another one, um, Jennifer Rice, who's been a, a listener of the show for the while, for a while, said, uh, heard about your fight through the Sofa King podcast. Best of luck to you. And um, we wanted to thank you guys both. Um, we want to give out a swag bag to Jen Rice. Um, we don't to Anonymous because you're Anonymous. So <clears throat> we can't. Yeah. So Sorry, anonymous. anonymous. Um, they're going to un- unmask for gonna, Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but we do. I mean, we super appreciate it, but we only know who one of you are. So, Jen Rice, please get in touch with us. Uh, message us at one of our uh, Instagrams so we can get your address and we will be mailing you I a think, swag bag. Do we not have us, though? We keep uh, everybody's addresses. I don't know if we have. Anyway, get, uh, get in touch with us once you hear this and let us know your address because we want to send you a swag bag to thank you for being awesome. I, have, I, thought, uh, I thought, like, thought we were going to do a road trip. I have black and white photos for my telephoto lens in the bushes, if that <laughs> yeah. works. It's just in case she doesn't respond. Yeah, yeah. 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 We yeah. know everywhere she's tagged in photos. Yeah. At, so. so thank you so much. Uh, and anyone else, if you're still listening again, her name is Alexandra Caswell, youcaring.com. Go give a couple of bucks. A dollar helps. Five dollars yeah. helps. Five thousand dollars helps even more. Yeah. And, and um, let her know we sent you. Yep. And who, who gave us this Suntory? 
Uh, that was Andrew Adams. Andrew Adams, man, this man, it's good. It's so good. It was and now good. it's gone. Yes, uh, it's <laughs> it a pretty the, bottle now. Brad. It is the Sna- latest. Yeah, Snake Eyes Brad Daddy Jazz got a hold of the bottle. Mm. Snake you. Eyes <laughs> Jazz Daddy Brad. Brad Daddy Snake Eyes Brad Daddy Jazz. Folks. He did get Snake a hold of the bottle. Brad Daddy Jazz. So much <laughs> love to name. much love to Andy Adams for uh, giving us the Centuri. Yeah, what is the Centuri? Centuri Hibiki. Hibiki. So it's actually good. I had it when we first got it yeah. and um now there's like what two fingers left of yeah, drinking and you, it and it's in your glass Fan, yeah fantastic so so yeah thank you it will good. soon be on the wall and yep. get us another bottle andrew stop slacking okay so are we going into uh, roswell or do we have any other shout outs <laughs> to throw out first um or saving for the end or what yeah, we saving for the end or whatever okay. we got we got two episodes so roswell gentlemen <laughs> um ro- more than almost anything i've run into the dates are really hard to match up. Yep. Like everything I read is like, oh, this happened on July this, this happened on July that. And it's like they, it's real. it's, there was, there was a lot of contradiction just on the dates themselves. I think the only two dates that we can g- confirm are uh, July 8th and July 9th of 1947, because those were the dates that newspaper articles were, were printed, but everything else is very skeptical. Um, this, what do you guys think? Where do you, where, where would you guys want to start with uh, Roswell? Here? We'll just start with the official accounts. And okay. Then, yeah. uh, Wednesday, and then we'll July 2nd, 1947 yeah. at 9.50 PM. Yep. Oh, damn. Uh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> a, Poli- a Polish guy, a Russian and a, and a Dutchman walked into a bar. <laughs> Aliens. Bar- bartender says. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So at 9.50 PM, um, there were some local witnesses, uh, the Wilmot family. Oh, wait, give the date again on that. Oh, it's uh Wednesday, July 2nd, 1947 yes. at 9.50 PM. Um, Don Will, Dan Wilmount. Um, and then there was another family, like I can't remember the name right now. Adam Pedroza is mad cause I'm not using one note. So I, <laughs> I wouldn't, I'd be able to search their name cause it'd be indexed. Um, but they saw something they described as two uh, inverted saucers faced mouth to mouth passing over their house in Roswell, New Mexico. And it was moving at a high rate of speed. Um, mouth to mouth? Like uh, two bowls, mouth to mouth, like opening to opening. Okay. I think you have to remember in 1947 well, there's, too. There's, like, there's two accounts though. There's, there's the one that crashed in the field that the, that the farmer found. And then there's the other one that, the, that like the kid and the, his uncles and found remnant. Right? I don't know, buddy. I think it's all the same. We're still in the sky morning. right now, man. No, there's okay. two different stick to, accounts. Stick the chronology over oh here, man. Oh my gosh! Okay, well, the, the one, the one, gonna, the one where the farmer found it in the morning in his fields happened first. I'm gonna, put, I'm gonna so, put emodium nitrate in your uranium you milk. It, you can do whatever you want as long as it makes me go to the bathroom because I like it. <laughs> so there's two kissing bowls in the so sky. Two, yeah, and you have to remember, like during that time period, like flying saucer. That term is new. So like they're just trying to describe it to the best of their ability. The term UFO wasn't even around yet. Right. It's like pre-moon landing. We just have like prop planes. You know what I mean? It's, it's, there's not, this hasn't happened. Yeah. Mo- but yeah. The, what was it? Like the only people who rode on commercial flights and stuff, actually they didn't even really have commercial flights. They only had like private flights where like movie stars and stuff. It. That's crazy. Right. I don't, I don't know time. when it started in 47. Like, cause I, I think that like the, the only time people ever saw an aircraft was like movie stars getting onto them and stuff. You know, I, like, in know most what? cases, I know, I know someone who's going to be very upset that we don't have this aeronautical knowledge. Don right. Martin you know Jr. I mean, is going to be really mad. I mean, <laughs> I mean, what I'm, what I'm really trying to get at, I mean, do airplanes even have wings? I mean, do we even know that for sure? <laughs> And they have to be made out of some kind of rock, like stone, like granite. Yeah, they're made out of granite. They okay, fly out of... Um, I, th- I didn't think I was like too crazy far off. 
Yeah, Just so you guys know, Don Martin Jr. is a fan that wrote in because he is an aviation expert and a fan of ours. So yeah. he complimented well, us, but told us that expert, we drive, we I'm going to say great. expert in quotation marks, but yeah. <laughs> Only because he has a degree in aeronautics yeah. and he's I been mean, in the biz for I 20 mean, years. What like, is aeronautics anyway? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> obviously he is laughing angrily right now. Um, so yeah, they, uh, yeah. so but, in 1947, there were exactly 19 airplanes on earth. Um, yes. <laughs> Russians were, had one. France had three. Yes. And yeah. I think uh, Spain and Yugoslavia, if I'm correct. <laughs> right. Yes. And uh, they had yeah, jet engine right. propulsion at this the point. The U.S. Air yes. Force didn't even have any planes, yeah. which was yeah. ironic. Well, they, they mostly, had like a nuclear turbine engine, I think, yeah. isn't it? And they're mostly called Air Force because they threw things through the they, air. They That's used to be air, called. Yeah, the force of <laughs> throwing right. things They there. threw rocks. And to at to clear things up, they used to be called extravagance because they were overly gaudy with their decor. So they were covered in like multiple gaudy decors which derive from Salvador Gaudi of Spain but they they realized that you know aeronautically speaking that they wouldn't flow through the air correctly so they called them planes I mean are we when stuck? they removed the decor oh. and it was considered plain oh you guys extravagant you went way off topic I thought we were still talking about the pyramids yeah <laughs> so okay. so there's our shout out to people who think to, we to, don't to, know much about airplanes yeah, to Dave showed you yeah Dave Martin <laughs> Jr you're famous yeah. we just for gave a day. you History. Yeah, you went to school for like 15 years. We just looked on the internet. And guess what? You went to school for 15 years. We just took you to school, to school. for 30 seconds. Yeah. No, it's but, funny. He spent 22 years in aviation school and got no fame from it, but bitched for one second on Facebook and got, he's famous for five minutes. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Congratulations. So two kissing bowls in the sky. <laughs> yeah. So um, a like couple a families porn. witnessed that. Um, and then on Friday, July 4th, 1947, um, some flights came out of Washington and um, some military people arrive and immediately apparently change into plain clothing um, to disguise themselves. Mm-hmm. So, um, and what's that's your, it. Yeah, that's it. What's your second crash site for the record? I, now I'm curious. Um, I don't know there, was a, there was a farm and, and it was actually the original um, crash site where the guy went out uh, to his field and he found all of like the foil material with the balsa wood. Right. So this is, this is the, the first one. So it's, this is uh, William Mac Brazel. Yes. Right. Yeah. Who, the Brazel farm. Yeah. He went out um, and apparently it wasn't his farm. Everyone says it was his farm, but I looked and he's apparently like the foreman of some other farm. But uh, so he just he just found it on yeah, some property. Found then. it on the property yep. he worked, basically. Okay. But um apparently they noticed a cluster of debris, and this was about 30 miles north of Roswell. And um he and his daughter gathered it all up and they apparently stashed it under a bunch of brush. He worked for Foster Sheep Ranch. Foster Sheep yeah. Ranch, yes. Well, and, and, and this is the crazy thing, because what you were saying, I, I was making a joke about what happened first, but you're right. The, the flying discs thing happened. They issued a statement, um, and then all of a sudden, this guy finds this material. Because well, uh, Yeah, uh, according to his account, he found this stuff on June 14th. And on July 7th, when he was in town, he overheard people talking about the fact that people were seeing weird things in the sky. Yep. And he was like, oh, snap, that's weird. So he went and told the sheriff. Yep. Like, he didn't even care. He just found some junk, threw yep. it under a bush, and went on about his business. I guess he was um, like having trying sex to, with sheep. He was herding the sheep. What? 
he was herding the sheep and they wouldn't cross a certain threshold that was like 300 feet wide by a mile long or something the, yeah. the now called debris field and so he discovered that stuff he picked some of it up and he's like on horseback but he had been awoken the night before to a huge boom is what happened and when he woke up like he saw something go down he headed off in the morning on horseback to go to see what was up and that's he had to take care of sheep anyway apparently and then you have to remember like back then people were super patriotic too and they were just trusting of the government and trusting of everything and this is right after the yeah. war too this is right after world yeah war. so he immediately went to the sheriff's station the sheriff's station said i don't know what to do and then they sent him um to the military which coincidentally was the 509 i guess is what they were the atomic bomb that like they were the yeah. crew that yeah. dropped the atomic yeah. bomb yeah so that makes you feel well, like and that, maybe they were doing some other well, weird shady stuff th- th- that's that's the whole thing like and and i'm sure we'll get into it like um really like i i honestly believe it was just a, a cover-up or what they were doing. They didn't want people to know what was going on. So they kept, and they, they could cover this. a million. It could be a yeah. top secret plane that crashed. They, well, that they, had, you know they, they, yeah. they had, they had a top secret yeah. plane that they were trying to, if, if people saw it in the sky, they just wanted them to think that it was a UFO. So all this UFO stuff was going around, um, already. And then they find these, you know, foil, it, it just kills me. The, the thing that uh, the, made me feel like there was something <clears throat> warranted to it is because when Mac Brazel goes and tells the military, they didn't even know about it yet. That was the thing. It was like people had seen it. Mac Brazel had gone and found debris. Well, they say they didn't know about it. Well, no, because they, he was walking around out there. And as soon as they did know about it, some other family members, like a father and son tried to head out there and they were immediately shooed away by the military. So there wasn't yeah. a military presence until Mac Brazel yeah. reported to the sheriff and then to the, uh, to the air force. Yeah, true. And Maybe. I mean, they, they might up. not have had a tracking on the, um, on the balloon though. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't think it was a balloon because there's no way that you're going to d- miss. Well, I like, know. I know it was a balloon. Describe. I mean, you had the, you had the nuclear, what was it? The nuclear monitoring balloons that they well, had? Yeah, here's, here's the thing. So it, it goes down the, whatever, cra- I mean, whatever regardless of what something it is, crashed. I do believe something yes, crashed. I believe that something crashed in Roswell, New Mexico. That was of a nature yes. that the U S air force was like, Oh damn, that thing crashed. Yeah. Like but, whatever uh, that means. Had they known it was theirs. They would have been there already though. Mac Browser wouldn't have stumbled upon it. They'd be like, dang, it crashed. Maybe they, maybe there. they lost it though. Maybe, maybe it went under radar. Yeah. Plus it's 1947. They might not have known it even went down. Yeah. Okay. But, um, so the, so what happened chronologically, the official report of what happened is, so he finds this stuff, this all happens. Um, the, uh, RAAF, which I'm, uh, the Roswell, uh, army airfield, the RAAF major Jesse Marcel comes out with a plain closed man and escorts Brazil back and collects the wreckage. Right. And then, this was allegedly on July 9th and then on July 8th. But he stops home. You should mention that. He was so impressed with what he found. There's interviews with his son still mm-hmm. alive that he stopped home on his way to deliver the stuff to where he's supposed to take it to show his family in the middle of the night. Oh. So that's important to say. That really? Yeah. Well, you can talk more about that when we come back. is the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Stay tuned and listen to more awesome words. Welcome back to the Sofa King Podcast. And uh, today we're talking about the Roswell UFO incident. Yes. Or 
lack thereof, I call it. <laughs> Brent is staring at me heavily, breathing I'm real, hard. I'm really curious to see, because I, I have a feeling, as we haven't really discussed this yet, I have a feeling that we're all going to have radically different conclusions of what happened here by the time we get done with this discussion. I think you know mine already. I don't know. I don't know. No. I think there was three dogs, <laughs> and they went. They were flying their balsa wood plane, and then they crashed. <laughs> I heard that Kraft had a new version of macaroni and cheese, and that the, the sauce recipe was so secretive that it was worth disinforming the entire public and the nation Ooh. to protect the recipe. Protect their cheese. Um, you know, you know who else and has a secret long sauce? Long game, it paid off. They made yeah. $1.4 billion on the sale of uh, Kraft macaroni and cheese and that's uh, by horrible. 1962. You're making and, things up. And no, just no. scaring people and, to know that we could just <laughs> make hey, stuff up that this, easy. This is something that is not made up. I do know who has a secret recipe. And it's Carl's Jr., their secret sauce. <laughs> That's just mayonnaise and ketchup. No, it's not. It's a secret it. sauce. They didn't even It is a secret it. sauce, and you know it. These two have been arguing about Carl's Jr. secret sauce for the past week, just yes. so you guys know. Yes. You want me to tell the story, don't you, Brad? I don't care. You can tell it or not. Let's talk about Roswell. I don't right, care about the story. Roswell. So, Roswell. So, we get to Mac Brazil, and uh, we end up with Major Jesse Marcel and, right. a, and a man in plain clothes. So, uh, Jesse Marcel. Your stereotypical Marcel, man in black is with him. Yep. And then what happened at this point, Brad? Yeah, Jesse Marcel of the 509 you know, atomic bomb squad guys, um, they Legit. are assigned to, uh, to investigate the wreckage, which further makes me feel like if they're just going out, they're sending two guys. If they go, oh, our thing crashed, like Brad's saying, they didn't, maybe they didn't know it crashed, or Dave said they maybe they didn't know it crashed because it's, it's 1947. If all of a sudden something didn't crash, wouldn't you send the crew with the trucks and the cleanup? You wouldn't send two guys to go figure out what's going on with the horse rider in the desert. But they well, send but two on, guys. On the other hand, though, <laughs> if you totally thought it was BS, right. you send two privates in a Jeep, not right. a major and a yeah. fed. Okay. Yeah. Like a major. I mean, that's pretty legit. Like you're sending a major out there. He's got better things to do with his, like the Colonel would have told the major and the major would have told a captain and the captain would have told a Lieutenant and a Lieutenant would have sent a Sergeant who would have then sent two privates and went to a whorehouse in Alma. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, mean, I was going to say, where is a, this going? A, a major probably isn't going out there unless there's something worth going out there for. <laughs> so, my thing is, if he just found balsa wood and Hershey's wrappers, which a lot of people say, <laughs> he wouldn't stop home at two a.m. and <clears throat> and wake up his family to show them. So, so, so who stopped? I, you know, at and home? this and this is this is the other thing though is like I think they were trying to make such a big deal out of this that they would do that. Well, like they were they were trying to inform the population because they were covering up so much stuff. That, maybe I don't know, but I mean, so you're. But why would you go show uh, what would be like extraterrestrial, extra testicle Extra, artifacts, yeah. <laughs> extra testicle artifacts? God dang it. <laughs> I show those all the time. You know what I'm saying? Extraterrestrial alien artifacts. Yes. Um, no, wait, so, you're, so wait, you're saying the major went by his house or you're saying Jesse Marcel stops home. OK, so the major stops. Yeah. By right, his this is super, super he's, top, top he's collected. Secret. He's collected the wreckage. He has a small he box home. of stuff. Okay. Yeah. One of them most memorable to his son, whose name I don't have on hand, is uh, what they refer to as the It's I actually beam. Jesse Marcel Jr. All right, it's nice. Don Martin, you have another junior. Um, so he he remembers the most memorable thing was what a lot of people refer to as the I-beams. Like a lot of people refer to the that artifact. Um, and it's supposedly some super lightweight metal that looks to be some type of beam structure that has what everyone refers to as hieroglyphics because they don't have anything yeah, other to reference. It's symbols. Yeah. It doesn't look like written words like our normal English right. language. I actually, it looks, like, it looks like Klingon. I actually have a quote from, because I didn't realize that was when he went home, but I right. knew that his son had seen these, but I wasn't sure what the context was. But the quote from 
him because in the 1990s, really, to be honest, during when the X-Files got really big and tons of people were interested in UFOs and so forth, uh, uh, Jesse Marcel Jr. ended up getting on to some talk shows and he was talking about Roswell quite a bit. And in one of them, he said, quote, there were these I beams about 12 to 18 inches long. And the most unusual part uh, was symbols of or writing on the inner surface. I thought at first it was like Egyptian hieroglyphs. But when I looked closer, it seemed more like geometric symbols of some kind. It was very strange. Masons. Right? Masons. And I've heard other accounts, oddly enough, that they were purple. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I I saw the image of it. Was it purple? It was purple. Right. There's no real image. Yeah, there is. Well, okay. okay. History Channel showed it. Thank All you, right, Balsa Wood. Jeez, <laughs> you don't even believe it. How could there be a real image? <laughs> there was an image. I'm not saying it's not there. Right. Like, well, I'm, I'm saying that that they were covering up secret tests and things that the government was doing, the Air Force was doing. They were well, prepping. They were prepping the people to see things. Well, Jesse I mean, Marcel, if it makes sense, if Jesse it makes Marcel sense. Jr. went so far. <clears throat> what is up in my throat today? I'm dying. I don't know. They, uh, he recreate had an artist recreate one of the I-beams for him so that he has one. That makes me feel uh, Maybe that's weird. the one we saw. Because I feel like this is the guy like that wants some fame. He's going to have some TV shows. Right. He's, it's right. his one thing in life. Yeah. Maybe he worked at the factory down the road, but here's his chance. You and, know? Right. So and, there is. Yeah, and I think if you believe it, so much you'll you'll you know what i mean like you 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 live it those people live it like those people really think that it happened well i mean i'm not saying it did or it didn't i don't know i'm not there if he's like he was 11 when the crash happened yeah so you're 11 years old your dad comes home with all kinds of crazy stuff the next day you see some thing in the newspaper that says a flying saucer crashed and then like throughout your life ufologists are tracking you down to hear your story like you're going to be empowered to like be the gatekeeper of these artifacts and you're you're gonna gonna feel obligated yeah so i mean he might he i mean this is in no way saying he's right or this is legitimate (laughs) but there's a good chance he might fully be convinced this happened because of a life that's made him fully convinced this happened or, or, or not some fully of this, convinced yeah or he could be a complete huckster yeah. or this could have happened yeah, yeah. Could straight up be a huckstable yeah. it's either fully like <laughs> it's either fully like conservative <laughs> they've lost it <laughs> i don't even know why we have the giggles i'm just laughing because laughing. that was really funny I'm not- <laughs> I'm now I'm now picturing Major Jesse Marcel wearing Bill Cosby sweaters. Yeah. Asking people if they want a jello pudding pop. Carrying testicle artifacts. Yes. <laughs> From an extravagant uh, plane. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm lost now. Um, Sorry. So, Sorry. No, so, so that was that night. So. That was that. And then also, uh, I think slightly before, um, yeah, not, yeah, definitely before um, Marcel shows up at home in the middle of the night. Um, Mac Brazel, his first person he contacted was his neighbor, um, who was a woman. Um, and he showed her what he found, which is what people claim the Hershey rappers, um, what they refer to now as memory metal. A lot is of people f- talk about Frankie Rowe. I think that is right. Yeah. Cause she, yeah, she was fairly young at the time and this Frankie Rowe and her dad was, uh, a high ranking member of the, uh, uh, 
what's the fire of the fire brigade, the Roswell fire okay. brigade. And she actually took a sample of the metal that was supposedly given to her by Brazil. And they went to the fire department and she said she remembers that she was fairly young, but all of the, the firefighters were together looking at this metal. And they were talking about the fact that you could completely wad it into a ball like you would with tinfoil mm-hmm. and then drop it on the table and it would completely unfold itself and be fairly flat again right. as if it was some sort of a memory metal, which is isn't science fiction. I mean, it exists, but to my knowledge, it didn't exist anywhere near 1947. I picture like the balloons that we have, you know, what is that? It's like not, is it cellophane? Yeah. Yeah. The mylar. Those, those, the the mylar. mylar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you crush it, but it still wrinkles and whatnot. Yeah. They describe it as like going back to perfect. No, they're saying it went back to yeah. perfect, which we can do now. I mean, there are nano yeah. lattice metals that you can completely bend. Nano and lattice. And There's mm-hmm. a lattice of nano. I got some that last week for my fence. Loads. Is that what airplanes so are made out of? Now. Yeah. Yeah, it is what airplanes oh, okay. are made. That makes sense. But they, um, but I know they can make it now. But it's super expensive, and it exists <laughs> only in labs. Hmm. So if that was truly something that was there in 1947, that was a good 60 years ahead of its time. If it was actually, yeah. But how accurate there. are those accounts? I mean, people think Jesus turned water into wine. How and long did it? That take That was him really to make David it? Blaine you know and Crystal I mean? Light. Yeah. You know? right. So <laughs> yeah, if you follow Jewadism, we know right. we already know those accounts. But I mean, if you take that into consideration. How I accurate thought, are those accounts? I thought it was kind of comical, like her her level of technology or the level of technology mm-hmm. in 1947, that the closest thing that she could relate it to or that she thought it would benefit um, and her comparison was, and it says a lot about history and how people may have witnessed things and what they relate it to, is that she was like, wow, wouldn't that be cool if clothes were made out of that? I would never have to iron again. <laughs> Some was so aliens, domesticated. Aliens straight rained up. down the most yeah. exquisite awesome material metal. that had memory. Maybe that's what it was. And it solves ironing. That, maybe that solves does solve ironing. It. Like, yeah. this is great. And she hated ironing. You know what? Like, shirts. it's great. You know what? I just I don't blame her. I don't know. All, all it was was these crazy futuristic um, little people, and mm-hmm. those were their tins. It was our candy wrappers. They had yeah, it was. future Hershey's. I think it was a bunch of drunk aliens, and one of them fell out the back door when they were taken off. That'd be awesome. They got a hold of yeah. some whiskey. They had an alien Leggers. podcast that had a whiskey wall. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Scientology, my friend. I'm in. So, but this is all on July 7th-ish, and then on July 8th is when the official headline that really kind of put this into the into the spotlight happened, um, and the RAAF, on behalf of the Air Force, issued a statement, and the headline was, RAAF captures flying saucer on ranch in Roswell region. Yeah. And the full story, you know, the U.S. Air Force is acknowledging that a flying saucer went down. Um, we was, have the remnants, et cetera. It was, uh, Walter Hout of the 509 public relations. He was in head in charge of public relations. I watched a, an interview with him and he actually said, I was ordered to do the press release saying we had captured a flying saucer. Yeah. Yeah. And so he did so as, as you described. And then yeah. six hours later, like redacted and weather balloons. Yeah. So, and he, to this day, he doesn't, I, he seems like a fairly legitimate person in all the interviews I've seen with Hout because he doesn't like in all of them. He looks kind of reluctant, like, oh, God, here we go again. Right. And all he does is kind of say, look, this is like I'm a press officer. I was told by my superiors to send out right. this press release. This is what I was given. This is what I sent. I was told that he actually uses the term flying disc. Right. Um, and he's just kind of nonchalant about it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was told. Yep. That's what I said. Yeah, to the nothing. Press. 
again. I was, like, I was going, up this is what I was told to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So at some level, I I personally, from my investigation, believe that this guy who worked, I mean, for the 509th was told to send a press release, which is so weird. Like the Air Force told him, yep, we caught a flying UFO. Because at that time, saucer. I think it's before Project Blue Book. It's uh, like just like a year or months previous was the first ever reported what you would coin the term flying saucer in Washington. Uh, the private pilot in that small plane, which we talked about on our UFO episode, yeah. saw the six, you know, boomerang shaped saucers or whatever right. he had referred to them in. And that was the first thing. And then it, it, it led to this big thing of everybody all of a sudden reporting flying saucers. And then Roswell is the first big event where that thing occurred. They didn't have the term yet. I don't think they had a plan in place. They were probably like, holy crap, we found a flying saucer. Wait a minute. No, we didn't. Like, what's the rule? What are we I supposed to do? I just can't. Like, yeah. what dumbass? Like, it's like, even if, like, whether you believe this is an alien craft, whether you believe this is some, you know, Nazi saucer that was developed two years ago when the war was on, or it's the Soviets. Those are your three options. Right. It's Soviet, it's Nazi, or it's space alien. Yeah. Either way, you're going to go tell the newspaper, guess what we found? A UFO. Like, don't you shut your trap and tell your superior, yeah, like, so the air weird. force but yeah. maybe it's like walkie talkie days like they're like and they did their little thing they're like that's just then blah 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 flying saucers like and the, <laughs> it was too late <laughs> you know he, it, it was there was no like oh well, sally remember to drink her oval tea. i love your impression of 1947 <laughs> <media>. <laughs> that's little orphan Annie. yeah no nobody knew i had a mad little orphan Annie radio <laughs> no, voice didn't no. i didn't i send you the oval teen we have picture? that we, could, we should just play that in the middle of an episode we do day. have that we do have an Ovaltine <laughs> commercial a little orphan annie Ovaltine commercial listen to sulfur king podcast and can, little actually, orphan annie. you know what i'll do i'll put it on after after this <laughs> okay so okay. when we go to we'll, a break we'll put it yeah we'll put it for on the web that. episode we'll it'll it be on, on yeah 50s ad agencies are going to be banging down yes, my door that's right yeah from back in yeah. back yes. in time oh no someone <laughs> mentioned that <laughs> someone yesterday told me you ruined back to the future for them <laughs> And that song or whatever. <laughs> Not that that song comes up often, but... What is it? What song? It haunts Huey my dreams. Lewis. Gotta get yeah, back Huey Lewis. in uh, time. That's what it is. You haunt my dreams oh. with it, that's for sure. Uh, so that's on, so that's on July... I have a full hard on right now. <laughs> for half a second, I thought you were going to be human and say, I have a full heart. Yeah. <laughs> but then it went no. into the Brad's... Radio yeah. edit. Yeah. Um, Why is that a radio edit? I don't know. Maybe he has a full heart. On... Oh. his sleeve um <laughs> so july july 9th uh the the next day the uh brigadier general uh roger ramey from uh carswell airport base um instantly uh sends out another press release that says it was a weather balloon and he personally shows up at the airstrip at the air force base to collect all like he sends a team to gather the material sends it to a much bigger air force base where basically it's on its way um to its ultimate destination, which is Wright Patterson Air Force Base, which does a lot of experimentation and so forth. But so, so a brigadier general gets involved and grabs this stuff and uh, sends out a press release that says it's a weather balloon. You guys were tripping. And um, that's quite a turnaround in one day. And again, it's. I instantly say, if it's a weather balloon, why is a brigadier general getting involved in that press release? Also, well, because those are people major... that work for the Air Force. They're highly familiar with any type of aircraft. They're a bunch of Don Martin Juniors running around, and they're not going to confuse 
hey, some blue hueish metallic object that crashed and left it. And a weather balloon doesn't leave a giant crater and maybe a debris field, but probably not. That, yeah. That's a well, this, pliable this material. The, yeah, and this gonna... is the thing. There's a, what the Air Force had going on was called Project Mogul. Right. I don't know if you guys read The high that. altitude, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, they're the high altitude. They're like 600 foot in height balloons. Those balloons are crazy. Yeah. And if, they do look super if you have weird not, metallic and it's not, it's not yes. just a, it's a, it's a, it's not just like a 600 foot balloon. It's like this stringed series of stuff. Right. There yeah. are balloons tethered to equipment, tethered yeah. to more balloons, tethered to more equipment, and it yeah. ends up being 600 feet tall. And, and so, monstrous. yeah, it was like as tall as the Washington Monument, they said. Like, it's something crazy. Yeah. And they look insane. Like if I saw one in the air, I would be like, what is that? Like you would take pictures of it and think it was some sort of flying saucer. Did I, did I ever and, tell you guys the flight that I, I interrupted the flight path and the FAA came to my house when I was little? No. No. I flew a Hold kite. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay, two go. minutes. It's go. a good transition. Go. go. Do it. When I was little, I did all kinds of crazy stuff. Blowing. If something exploded or some of the power went blow? out in the neighborhood. Hold on. Who did you blow? Five different <laughs> you guys you in high right school. You went right past that real quick. Five different guys in high school. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I go Just to the, sure. the grocery store and there's a little seasonal end cap because this is before like Walmart, Target. I ride my bike over, buy a kite and some string. I fly it. I tie it to my fence. I live two blocks from the airport. I have nothing to do all day. We don't have internet or anything because yeah. I'm old. So I drive back. I get all the coins out of my jar. I go back and buy more kite string. I tie the two kite strings together and, and I get another higher. 300 feet up. I just keep doing that until I can gather no more quarters. And it's just flying. It's kind of stormy outside. I can't see the kite anymore. The string literally goes off into the abyss. Wow. <laughs> I don't know what my, you know, there's no internet. You know, there's no, like we had Nintendo maybe, but maybe yeah. I'd already beaten Mario 57 times. Yeah. yeah. So um, we're sitting there and all of a sudden I kind of forgotten about it. I left it out on the fence. I'm inside by this time. I'm probably playing Zelda and knock, knock at the door. There's two agents from the FAA at my door pissed and they <laughs> cut the kite down and they brought my mom out and they were just they like cut your kite down <laughs> yes bullies i yeah. guess reports from aircraft landing had reported that there was something in the flight path oh um, so wow what i'm getting at things can be mistaken i like i'm in like the fourth grade and i interrupted the flight path with a grocery store kite and about a thousand foot of kite string but they said um if that ever happens again there is a severe penalty and or fine um we're cutting this down and they well they had already cut it down so but my mom was pretty scared i was in trouble for a little while and then i just went back to wiring things wrong and blowing the breakers in my house and five men in high school apparently. well i i am a, i'm afraid i have to apply conspiracy theory logic here and conclude that you are either a space alien or had space alien technology yes. when you were a at boy. the time yeah. i did and hook a hershey's wrapper by to saying it. it was a weather balloon yeah. every hundred yeah. feet had a hershey's wrapper <laughs> until i reached 600 feet my conclusion is you're gay that's no, it's not a problem today. It's accepted. I have no problem admitting it. <laughs> no. My wife's kind of weird about it, but yeah, yeah, I know it can get weird, but it's, it's, you know, it's only cheating if it's a girl. So yeah, that's true. We're that's safe. how you can get away with it. You're, you're really safe on that one. What do you I think about know. that, Dave? I don't know. It's you happening. disagree. It was my dog. It was his dog. He was male. Peanut Doesn't butter. Matter. Separate yourself from the morons. Listen to more on SofaKingPodcast.com. Stay tuned through the break. Yo, what's up? This is Tyrone. You're listening to the Sofa King Podcast. Get into it. Yeah. Thanks, Tyrone. All right, Tyrone. It's been a while. Yeah, it has been a while. So we were we ended and we were talking Death about... Death to white people. Oh, Tyrone, Tyrone, stop it. Jesus Racist. Christ. Um, Get him off the... Turn his mic off. <laughs> 
we were talking about Project Mogul. We're talking about these balloons. And this is the Project Mogul answer to Roswell, again, came out in the 90s. The the U.S. Air Force. Yeah, based they finally on, released documents. Based on, and yeah. it's not like, to my knowledge, they didn't release it. UFOlogists used the Freedom of Information Act to get a bunch of things declassified. They requested it. And yeah. then they declassified a thing called Project Mogul. And Project Mogul is the official government response to this day for what happened <clears throat> in Roswell is that what happened does, and, I, and I've had people want this as a topic, there was a thing called Operation Paperclip, which was the way that at the time the OSS, which was sort of a precursor to the CIA, was recruiting um, German scientists. Nazi scientists yeah. to come to America, smuggling them out of the country, getting them here from the Nuremberg trials so that we had their technological expertise. That's la largely what founded NASA, et cetera. Oh. But the Russians had a similar situation and the Americans were worried that the Russian equivalent of Project Mogul was uh, getting advances on nuclear weaponry, getting advances on all sorts of stuff. Because they still had half the scientists. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. They had the other half, yeah. right? Um, well, that's Russian. I just found I didn't see that's this. That's the bell. Yeah, the 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 Nazi aircraft that's said to have crashed. I didn't yeah, see the that. Nazi, the okay. Nazi bell. Yeah, that, yeah, that thing's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Um, the um, so Project Mogul comes out and Project Mogul was these 600 foot massive weird balloon things that were released and they were intended to fly in the very, very upper atmosphere and they were filled with really, they were designed to test for uh, underground nuclear detonations to see if Russia was developing or had developed the bomb yet and it would record basically the ground right and if there were and then i don't know at some point be picked up by a plane i mean they would have to get this box and listen to the tape but it was an audio recording that was designed and they had released tons of them into the atmosphere to listen in to be able to identify if the russians were doing so so there was it wasn't live time this is still 1947 yeah but Again, 600-foot-long balloons filled with crazy stuff. The engineers say there were very lightweight I-beams. Some of the engineers even said that the I-beams had, like, some writing on them, mm -hmm. which balsa I find wood. very strange. Um, they were There was balsa wood because it's mm -hmm. very light, and I don't think space aliens are very keen on using balsa wood. The balsa no. wood was from balsa a ra wood radar sucks. If you've never used balsa wood, go to Michael's or your local craft store and just grab a piece of balsa wood. It's horrible. It, it serves its purpose. the worst it wood ever. What? Like model building airplane, like Very little airplanes and stuff. It's super lightweight. Yeah. I don't even care. It's horrible. But the, oh, it sucks. Well, there was a guy named uh, Dr. Charlie Moore who was one of the head engineers on Project Mogul. <clears throat> and I read a thing from him and he said that when the Roswell, and this was in the 1990s, he said when the Roswell press releases happened, he and his team were laughing because of course everyone would think it was a UFO because it was a Project Mogul balloon, but they couldn't yeah. say anything even to the Air Force. No. Like they couldn't say anything to anybody. And, and, that's, they, and that's, that's my point. They said that based on the wreckage that they were able to explore at uh, Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, the people from uh, Project Mogul, they said it was a Mogul ML-307B 
um, surveillance balloon that had launched out of Almagadro and at some point had gone missing shortly after. I have a 307. Well, yeah. I, I, I got it at a yard sale. Yeah, I yeah. like the C series. It's uh, much sleeker. Yeah. Um, more alien hieroglyphs on I'm, it. I'm a, I'm it's a, a bitch I'm, to get well, batteries for those. I'm with, so. <laughs> I'm with Brent on the A because it is the original. Yeah. It's the OG. So, you know, this, there, the C's nice. It has more features, but the yeah. A is just yeah. absolutely... I just like the... The, the C is a 620-footer <laughs> and I, I just like the extra 20 feet. Plus, filling them with helium is a blast. It's expensive. As hell, but yeah. all your buddies are chipmunks yeah. by the end of the night. So, the, so, <laughs> so you can live in it. That's the official account. So, what are your guys' thoughts on on Mogul? Is this what well, do you guys uh, think uh, this is what happened? This is, what and this think? is something that, like, in 1947, I mean, all the way up through you know the early 50s, like nobody knew this stuff was going on. They no. were covering up all of these things. Um, you had the what is it, the B 25, the plane that they were trying to disguise and not let anybody know that they had, and. You know, it's it's one of those things like how do we get the public from not recognizing this stuff as secret technology, but just let them think it's UFOs, you know, because right. if you've seen one of those fucking balloons, damn it. Radio edit. <laughs> well, there goes that. So if you've seen one of those fucking balloons, they are creepy and they're huge. They're massive. Yeah. And they said that if if uh, if it caught like a jet stream, that it would just take off at hundreds of miles an hour. So you could, I mean, technically you could get that confused with an alien space. Yeah. One of my arguments was going to be, you wouldn't see a giant 600 foot balloon moving at high velocity because of the air drag, but you're saying that it could move at hundred miles they, an hour. That's what they said. It can, stream? it can, t- it could literally, if it hit a jet stream as it's floating, it could just shoot off in a direction where yeah, maybe the weight it. of whatever equipment's being carried at the bottom of it at low altitude, it could be jamming down and catching heat through the atmosphere. Yeah. I mean, so, fire. Uh, but I'm just saying, even if you've seen something floating in the air, that's 600 right. feet and you're like, and it's, and the sun's glistening off of it. What yeah. is it? Yeah. yeah. What is it? How many yeah. pounds of equipment did it carry? Do you have any I have idea? No idea? Because that, I mean, like I'm, I want it to be aliens. I do, but we try to be, you know, no, I mean, I, I do too, the, but like what this really turned out to be was for me was that, um, actually I can tell you after the time's up. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but so like from that, from you saying that it, it makes me be a little bit more like open-minded about seeing this giant balloon and I'll say like la- anymore, there's drones now, like people yeah. have these toy drones and then there's mm-hmm. like if an airplane last night I was driving in an airplane's flying straight at me. Yeah. I just finished looking at Roswell stuff yeah. and I was like, God, that looks weird. It looks really weird. I was like, well, I don't see well, yeah, you, lights. You, at night. If you look up in the sky, you can, you can find drones. People are flying drones. It's happened in my neighborhood a couple of times where I'm yeah. like, I want to be so excited. I'm so sad now that like UFOs is a thing of the past or a thing of the yeah. future because now it's everywhere. So I'm going to draw the thing. And I will, I mean, we, we record in Southern California and every so often the various air force bases, uh, in Mojave might launch test rockets. Yeah. Those weird and things in the sky. when those things launch, yeah, well, man, yeah, we live really close to Edwards air force base. So they are weird. Lo- they, yeah. you don't look at when they launch those things at night, you don't look up and say, Oh, look a rocket. Everyone. You just see yeah. camera footage all over Facebook. It's the of people saying, comment. What the hell is that thing? That's yeah. Some green like, Aurora Borealis. Yeah, it's blue. Yeah. In the weird sky, looking. Yeah. And then again, maybe they are UFOs and, and they're saying, nope, we us. launched a rocket. Yeah. Again. You know. <laughs> again. It's Thursday rocket night. Yeah. <laughs> but Rockets the, in a movie, everybody. Like you would not believe it's yeah. a rocket if you saw it. And a lot of people, frankly, don't believe it's rockets right. when they see them because they're so strange looking. But I mean, it's really hard to you gauge rocket, the speed Dave. or the the altitude or the size of anything that's that's I mean when there's such a variable of height and speed, like you have no idea 
as some layman on the ground of identifying how big something is, how fast it's going, how close or far away it is from you. Um, it's, I mean, that's part of the, the trick of a UFO, right? Well, there are definitely a, a huge number of witness accounts from ex-military like men in their 80s. And there's lots of interviews. And, you know, they're not sitting together conspiring to tell these stories. They're telling their stories on separate accounts. I would think so in interviews. <laughs> On multiple different documentaries, one's from the History Channel, some from yeah. Sci-Fi. The, the one dude almost cried because he's like, "I want them. I really want to find out before I die." Yeah, like, well, he's they, that old. Like, they held out, you know, so long, and they were in a time where they told you to shut your mouth, you shut your mouth. There's even accounts of people saying, like, civilians being told to be quiet, and them saying, "Well, I'm a civilian. You don't have any authority over me." And they, there's nothing. Well, they kind of do, do. And they're like, "Well, like, unless you want us to pick your bones out of the desert, you know." And like some words like that were said yeah, on many yeah, accounts. Yeah. To that, uh, the girl who got that uh, medal, I'm forgetting her name already, uh, Frankie Rowe. She right. claims that two men, government agents in black suits, came out and said, if you don't stop talking about this medal, like we really, we are urging you to stop talking about this medal. And she claims that they said, um, and if you don't listen to us, we just want to point out. And they pointed to the high desert. Yeah. And they just said, there's a lot of space out there where bodies can never be found. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's my that's my motto for life. And we should probably do a show on the phenomenon of the man in black because it's very strange. But yeah, they very it's, often. It's a real they, thing, though. It's a real thing. It's, it's a real very thing. Strange. And I, did I tell you, I, I mentioned on here when we hacked servers and the men in black showed up at the house? No. Oh, okay, well, we'll talk about that at some other point. You go ahead <laughs> okay. and tell that. If that's, a, if that's a real story, go for it. Yeah, the we um, who's we allegedly? Yeah, a couple of buddies. Uh, we had a little server network going on, and we would basically hack into each other's computers to try and close, you know, shut each other down. Right. So it was like you get on the computer first, you shut them down, they can't get you. So it was like a game. Right. Well, anyway, we went into Bank of America servers and patched allegedly, a hole. <laughs> allegedly patched a hole. And the next day, there was a black car with two dudes in black suits, scared the shit out of us. So, it, not fun. Hmm. They were real. Is that a true story? It's a true story. Is that the whole truth and nothing but the, the truth? truth so, help you, Brad? Allegedly. Jazzy Brad? Allegedly. Allegedly. But no, there's a whole history of weird men in black stuff that show up. They threaten people. They take computers. They don't show government ID. They do show government ID. They yeah. have strange behaviors. Like, there's a whole lot of weird men in black stuff that we can definitely do a show about because it's really interesting. But at least, you know, men in black, literally in black suits, are yeah. showing up in the Roswell era yeah. and telling people, you and know, I said, shut your pot. I said Bank of America, but it was something else. Okay, so. good. Oh, good. Yeah. And I think that, um, you know, the, these men that I'm talking about that are ex-military that are now in their 80s, mm -hmm. they finally feel like, what's what are they going to do? They're going to yeah. put them in, they got a couple years They're left in kill the game. Them anyway, right. yeah, so now right. they finally come well, out and, and say that stuff. And this has been going on for so long, nobody believes it. It's important to point out, too, that after 1947, everybody got told to shut up or you're going to find your bones in the desert. And they're all very patriotic. It's it's right after yeah. the war. Everybody just shut up. It was quiet. Nothing well, happened the, again. This is during the beginning of the Cold War that all this started yeah, going on. And then nothing happened again until 1978. Yeah. Yes, no one talked about Rosedale. Yeah. Rosedale. Rosedale. <laughs> 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 That's another oh conspiracy, <laughs> man. Yeah, in seven. You ever been to Brosdale? <laughs> Brosdale, if you don't know, is the fancy part of Bakersfield. That's, in, where, that's where the Walmart's I at. I don't know. There's some. There's some crappy parts. That's of where Rosedale. the Chili's is at. In 1978, a guy named Stanton Fieldman <laughs> released a book about Roswell right. and about UFOs, and that's really when it became a popular culture phenomenon. And it's like, also when Marcel finally came out and told his story. Yep. That's when Jesse. You guys Marcel, ever watch Martin? Yeah. <laughs> Lawrence. Yeah. yeah. That's a good show. Damn Gina. Yeah. yeah. Um, Shanae. 
But yeah, that's when Major Marcel came out and started saying a lot of stuff because he wasn't in the Air Force anymore. He had been interviewed by Stanton Fieldman for his book in 1978, and this is when it really exploded. It was suddenly on like In Search Of with Leonard Nimoy and like all these early uh, stations. So all of a sudden it got a lot of uh, traction. And I think it was kind of similar to the Bermuda Triangle, like it's this same era where a handful of shows are out and when they cover a mystery, the entire nation watched it because there's three networks and now everyone's convinced that this thing happens and this sort of becomes yeah. the, the status of well, my, 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 my I mean my thinking was especially with Project Mogul was that if you see the footage of these balloons and them launching these balloons it is a metallic material and it's like a crazy like they're so stretchy and crazy like that could have been the material like we don't know like it, maybe it's just something that's not the common consumer can get because you don't need it you know this is some sort of special material that the Air Force know, is known to have and right. known to use right. you know so I don't know. I mean, like like I said, this is all hearsay. It's all coming from from documents on the internet and videos and whatever. But you know, like I, I just think that I, I want to believe in aliens too. Like we talked about it. I saw some sort of saucer. I saw that thing take off. I don't know where it really was. Like it could have been something from Edwards Air Force Base. But you know, like all, all these things. Like you really want this to be, you know, something you want it to be. But if you look at the the refutable evidence, or it's unrefutable, actually, it's, I mean, it, it just doesn't make, it doesn't add up right? In, in my eyes. So, but there's a lot of people that <laughs> say they saw a disc that are like credible witnesses. Yeah, but you have, before you have anything Nazi, hit the news before. Yeah, yeah I mean, but I mean, you have the Nazi bell thing. I mean, you have all these, you have these saucers and right. things that the government's uh, trying to come up with. People are watching movies with, with these discs in them. You know no, what I mean? No, like, that hasn't happened yet. Like that's the first guy in Washington just said disc. Like this UFO thing had just really started. There wasn't a lot. There was some of that hysteria hype going on. Um, but very little in yeah. 47. And then the bodies thing. Dave, you got body stuff? I do have body and stuff. I know Brad there's, has a body theory, but let's hear the there's, body yeah. there are. I, I read And again, the first time I saw the, the body thing, it was the U.S. Air Force responding to the theory that there were bodies in Roswell. Right. So I was like, well, snap, there must be something to this if right. the Air Force is actually responding. And of course, the Air Force said it was uh, uh, crash dummies. Right. Which is weird yes. to me because you strapping crash dummies onto a mogul balloon. Well, well that, no, they that no. band didn't no, no, come no, out until no, the nineties. No, no, no. Exactly, they, they weren't they weren't strapping those to the moguls. They were they were or whatever they were called. I guess the the mogul project. They were actually flying these dummies up to up to a hundred thousand feet in the air and dropping them, and seeing kind of like the. I, I actually I don't know the actual what they were testing for, but they were actually dropping humans too. What? They were live and they would parachute from a hundred thousand feet in the air. That's a Red Bull commercial. That is a Red Bull. Yeah. Commercial. It's pretty insane. But they would drop the, the dummies and the dummies were, they said by all accounts, not human like. So. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Why would you make them <laughs> anatomically make, correct? Yeah. For a human test? <laughs> yeah. I think I'm just was, saying, um, but I'm trying to be, you know, did they, have all their, did they have all their nibbly bits? Like all the parts? No, they were like Ken dolls. Well, no, I I think it was the government was trying to test um, how much money they could waste by Probably. dropping things out yeah. of the sky. They're like, hey, here goes a pineapple. Let's throw so, Jim out. Well, should okay, we gold plate hey. these? We should gold plate. Yeah, we legs. should. Yeah, absolutely. For so sure. I definitely I definitely want to talk about the bodies and a couple of other things, Hangar 18, et cetera. But I know we're running short on time for the radio episode, so we'll come oh, back I right after I that. I totally forgot about Hangar 18. Uh, yeah, we, that, we that's can uh, after, uh, at least, Yeah, no, we'll we'll, yeah. we'll talk about it after. But so, so for the conclusion here, so what is what is your final take on what we've got a couple minutes left. What do you think was, was really happening? there? I think they should find out on the internet. 
That's what I think. Ooh. Mm. You could pull it through three minutes just to be a jerk. No, I think we should say. I think well, if, if you don't want to tune in to hear about alien bodies, yeah. then you're stupid. Then stop anyway. listening so to us. So, yeah. so, I mean, so I'm torn. Think I think Brad has some valid arguments with this, the Project Mogul thing that, that I didn't really, I wasn't open-minded and receptive to in the beginning because I didn't think that balloons could be mistaken for something at a high rate of speed flaming. But I could see that thing coming down from 100,000 feet through the atmosphere, getting hot like, you know, Apollo status and burning a balloon. Who knows what the gas yeah. is in the balloon? Yeah, right. Um, but I don't know. I mean, if it hit the ground, what kind of equipment's on there? Is it the size of a refrigerator? It's a 600 foot balloon. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it scattered a bunch of stuff. Would we put purple hieroglyphs all over the stuff that was found? Would anyone mistake it for a big blue hueish stainless steel metallic disc? And here's, here's that, my, that's all hearsay too, though. I mean, yeah. like people have said no, that is, they saw that. I mean, there's people that read the Bible and say all kinds of things. You well, know what I mean? Like it's all hearsay. Right. Here's my thing. The I definitely think some something crashed. I, um, I believe that in Roswell, yes. the U.S. Air Force mistake potentially mistakenly said it was a flying saucer, and then and I don't then think came it was back and and said something else. But something crashed there that they wanted to cover up, and they said it was the Project Mogul balloon. I don't know that I agree with the Project Mogul balloon because if the thing is six hundred feet tall and it and it's all tethered together, yeah, they said that when uh, the Brigadier General gathered this stuff to take it into the Air Force base, it was in one canvas satchel not everything though. that's that's one that's one account there's an account where they go back and they With search a and crane and truck and, and stuff. well and they said it covered like six square miles yeah so I, I i mean there's just so much to this and it's been spread out so long um it, it's kind of hard to say like the aliens could have crashed who knows like crazy stuff but i just think that the the air force was covering up some of the secret activity that they were doing. I and mean, they had a, they had multiple things going on besides Project Mogul. They had some like like I said, secret aircraft. No, they, they were doing those. They were doing those dummy drops. They were doing all kinds of crazy testing. And one, yeah, one debunker I said said the same thing, and they even said the fact that they thought um, it was important because if you made the Russians think that there were UFOs, that we have a technological advantage. Yeah. So uh, keep listening uh, online, um, and we'll talk more about alien bodies. Otherwise, thank you for listening to the Sofa King Podcast Radio Edition. Don't be a retard. Just heard a radio edition of the Sofa King podcast. To hear an uncut version of this episode or listen to a separate web-only podcast every Tuesday, visit SofaKingPodcast.com or find them on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, or your favorite podcast app. You can reach the Sofa Kings at Sofa King Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Stuff to say. Let's come back and talk about okay. this, and then we'll do shout outs. And if there's any live media stuff, we'll throw that out too. I don't know, guys. I can read it to you and let you make the decision. Are we recording right now? I don't think so. Oh, oh Jesus. What are you talking about? You didn't start the timer, homie. Why oh, you have a timer? We don't even have time limit. Because I like to do it. I like to know. <clears throat> Man, that whiskey hits me way harder when I haven't eaten anything. You get, flam- <laughs> you get all flamboyant. That's weird. I turned gay, like straight up, like I'm reaching under the table with my foot, touching Brent and his dick right now. In it, in it. I'm putting my big toe in the hole. Clearly, we're recording because Brad's acting like that. I act like that without recording. On what are you talking about? All right, I started the timer. Why do we need a timer again? Mm-hmm. Brent is so OCD. Are we recording? No, maybe. <laughs>
So welcome back to the Sofa King podcast. Uh, you just heard a little bit of behind the scenes, uh, our gay sex acts and uh, Brent OCD with the timer. So uh, we were talking about Roswell, New Mexico and the pyramids yeah. and how they interact. The and pyramids. No, no. Uh, I was but there were, there are a couple more things. Um, first off, we've, we've talked about, you know, we mentioned that in 1978, Stanton Fieldman came out with that and, uh, Major Marcel came out and said a lot of stuff about Roswell. But I also read a skeptics account who looked into Major Marcel and was basically said just he was doing bullshit. like, basically, yeah, doing character assassination yeah. on him. He said that Major Marcel claimed that he personally flew the wreckage to the Carswell, uh, Air Force Base, but he wasn't even a registered pilot. Um, which I can ignore that one because if I say I personally flew it there, that means I was holding it and I sat yeah. on the plane. Yeah, yeah. I can get away with that. Yeah. One. I think they took that literally. Yeah. Like he was flying the plane, but, but there were other that ones mean anything in the big media push in the seventies. Marcel said that he shot down five enemy aircraft during world war two. Um, and that he was a flying ace, which happens after you shoot down five people, but yep. he wasn't a pilot and he had never seen any action in the air force. Oh, during that II. just destroys credibility. He said what that he that had, name? uh, Marcel? this is major Marcel. The, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, he said that he had a BA in physics, um, and he attended two universities to Don't get it, me. and he, he mentioned them by, by name. Never went there. One of the two he never attended, and the other one he dropped out of. Ugh. But he kept saying that his physics degree was valid because this is how he knew this about the properties of the material and that about the properties. Mm. So so Major Marcel and the things that he said in that big maybe he was in the a 70s front. and 80s. Maybe again, he wasn't even a major. And conspiracy people then think maybe he was a front and et cetera, or that he was many things and he was like since he was the one who came out and said it was a ufo yeah they then said you need to start lying your ass off about everything <laughs> so that you are immediately discredited because of all the bullshit that you've spread. i'm telling you i like pop tarts I fuck so that so i mean misinformation i mean according to i mean misinformation is a great way to obfuscate the truth yeah. if this guy did say a truth and you want to make him look like a fraud you know yeah. a lot of conspiracy theorists say that the air force then got him to say all this shit that researchers later would be like, no, that's not true. No, that's not true. Well, this is the issue with it is too. This is in, you know, 1947, 48, when the internet wasn't around, you know what I mean? TV was, was rare and you could say anything you wanted. Nobody could look it up. Right. I mean, it, it would take a, it would take a lot of research and time yeah. to find out if you were lying right. and you would never know I if the Air Force lying fishing story assholes back then. Cause you could I just mean, get away with it. You could get away with everything. Yeah. The only, the truth has came out since the internet has been around like right. that. That's the only, even in the eighties, the seventies, the sixties, you know what I mean? The sixties is, you know, 20 years later. They could have messed with like uh, his records at a university or something. They can do that. You know, they can like discredit that's him. Bob yeah. Lazar very, guy that's very true. Says he worked at right. area 51 and has right. his degree and, he not, could, and, not, and none of that exists. That's another thing. Like he could have very well went to those universities. And they just, he could have very well had a, a, a degree in what he said he had a degree in. Namiology. And I forgot exactly what it was. That's why I said that. <laughs> Namiology. Um, Namiology. Um, and, and they could have taken that away from him. They could have erased the records. Like, uh, that is a high possibility. I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember the name of the damn Air Force Base. Uh, the first one, uh, not Wright Patterson. The 509 one. The 509 one. Where it's the 509 was. 509. The, um, anyway, one of the from that Air Force Base, there was another account that came out. In it's Whiteman's uh, Whiteman uh, Air Force Base. He's mm -hmm. making you say racist stuff, else. Dave. Because it says black. history of the 509th Whiteman Air Force Base. Mm. 
always better white. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, the there was Sergeant Melvin E. Brown who worked for the same place that Marcel was from, um, and after yeah. he died, his daughter came out <clears throat> and said that he had um, seen and escorted three small bodies. Um, from the wreckage to the Air Force Base. Well, that's why I said the little people camping. Right. That's that's all. I was. And everybody debunks this <laughs> because they say the daughter, like, well, how come the sergeant didn't say it and the daughter never said anything until after the father died? And it's like, yeah, I mean, on the one hand, that could be really suspicious and she's trying to seek glory. On the other hand, they might have all known there were three little bodies and they agreed never to discuss it until dad died because he was the one that was right there. <laughs> and so, maybe, maybe the Air Force killed kids. I like how you use the term seeking glory instead of like looking for attention. Trying to get it like seeking glory, like that's such a different statement. I would have never used that. I didn't well, find it weird at all. I'm observant. Thank you. I'm Thank observant, you. and I talk about it sometimes. I Maybe it. I seek glory sometimes. Mm. Mm. I seek glory. Anyway, the um, there was a mortician. <laughs> there was a mortician who uh, worked for uh, the second base where the brigadier general was found. I'm forgetting all the names of the bases. The um, <laughs> All I can think of is Wright Patterson, and it's not either one of them. But the uh, the brigadier general who uh, came out, um, the head mortician of that base was called and said, um, qu- and this was an interview. Is I it saw- Walker? No. I saw an interview with him, and it said um, – he said that he was called and said, quote, get out here and get out here as fast as you can. And then as I was packing up his stuff to leave, he got a call back and the people from the Air Force base said, what's the smallest size hermetically sealed coffin you keep in stock? Mm. Because we need three of them. So he, child he went out there and... He And again, it becomes secondhand, so it instantly becomes suspicious. He himself did not see this, but he saw a nurse who he always worked with as a mortician that helped do autopsies and so forth. And he said that she uh, was really disturbed and said that when she got in with the other uh, mortician from the Air Force, that there were two gurneys. And on one gurney were two mutilated small bodies in one body bag that was open. And on the other gurney was a dead but not mutilated body that was much smaller than a human being had a head that was larger than a human being had recessed eyes only had four fingers with weird suctions at the at the tip of it human beings are all different sizes though well no so. and said that there the joints were wrong um <laughs> that the the way the way our shoulder worked and the length of the way our arms are and how many joints and the way the joints work were Birth totally defects. different um but it was the same on all three of them um and it was uniform Related so this is this incest. is the alleged yeah. this is the alleged best account that i found of the thought of alien bodies that were found in the roswell crash i know why so you stuttered I, you stuttered through all my, that and forgot all the bases because you're nervous about grays and that was the stuff of dave's nightmares <laughs> <laughs> it was like no, large even head the, recessed eyes small yeah. bodies so you have to listen to our ufo uh and and cosmos episode because dave tells a story of how he hates grays and yes. is uh, la, 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 don't, don't, yeah, don't tell the last part. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. no. So, yeah, check it out. Um, pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. But, but uh, you know what, though? Like, there's so much hype around this topic that I think that why not? If you're there and you're involved in it, why not just say you saw an alien? Like, you could just create crazy stories. And there's no way to disprove them or say that they're true. 
Right. So this, this, I mean, I don't know. I just don't, I mean, whatever, like, okay, we have aliens, like no surprise to me. Wow. Great. Like I'm not right. like, <laughs> you should have started the show like that. Why? Because it would just been over. <laughs> just the, <laughs> the straight aliens, summary. Right, There's aliens. It. Wow. Great. Mm, yeah. Um, mm, they give good head. So I, you know, and again, all the, like, Everything I read about the the alien body stuff looks like 100% bullshit. It's yeah, all it's, second or third hand. Like even this mortician who got interviewed, well, they tear him. Seemed, they, they character tear him down too. Like, but even go he in, yeah. didn't see him. He's yeah. saying this nurse I saw saw yeah. them and said all this. And stuff. this is and this nurse is called the mystery nurse because right. they have no idea who she is. Mm-hmm. So either it was a government conspiracy and it was covered up and she is in hiding somewhere and probably dead now, I would assume, but, or it's just nobody. Like there was just nobody there. They're just making the story up. Right. So you have no account for anything the real that could actually possibly happen. So it's just, I don't know. I think so, people are hanging on to BS. Brad and I watched the thing where they uh, zoomed in and refined the teletype message yes. in the guy's hand in the yes. picture. Uh-huh. And I was really excited because and, like, that, oh, and yeah. that was that was the farmer who found the original uh, foil and bolsa. He was an army officer that was holding it, so it might have well, been. Well, uh, no, the, the other guy was the the farmer. Okay, and then the other guy was an army officer. That was holding, Major Marcel yeah. holding a yeah. note. That's yeah, that's folded. That, yeah, that's folded and and. Um, the guy said that they said that the Air Force looked at that footage and they said that the photo was too grainy to actually recover any part of that note, which then this guy goes into recovering the note. Okay. And he so, thinks like, well, maybe NCIS crazy TV shows, they like zoom in and whatever. And like, he's telling what it, some of it is says. readable though. Some of it, it's like some the letters. big Lebowski when yeah. it's just a picture of a guy with a large penis yes. that, that he was holding. Exactly. And they zoomed in there. Like, Dang it. <laughs> yeah. You got me. <laughs> a dick pic from 1947. Fight club. Um, Fight club. Yeah. Um, but they zoom in and then they do things like drop down a letter bet- below each letter. And they're like, Hey, these letters exist. This is three. We can, without a doubt say that this, this, these letters. Um, so it was like, what was craft or vehicle or something, but they're so like back to the craft macaroni and cheese yes, argument. I was trying to go there to ruin my joke. It wasn't a craft. It was a craft macaroni and cheese recipe. Um, but they were like, there's only seven words. There's only seven words in the whole English language that this could possibly be. Yeah. It's not violin. It's not, you know, whatever. Yeah. They're like it has to Some be of this. them were a stretch though. Like, a lot of them were. A stretch. Yeah. It was like quotations, like, it was like super illogical, smudged, like, but yeah, I don't know. But he's gone through it with a fine tooth comb and, and he thinks it says bodies taken to. But this goes back to this goes back to your bias. Like if you yeah. honestly believe that that is the truth, your bias is going to lead you in every direction to make sure that you figure out that that is true. Right. You're going to ignore. You're going to ignore. You're going to ignore things the to the contrary. Yes. You're going to only. Support we talked about this in the vaccines them. episode, which is 80 episodes ago. Right. You know, like um, people will believe what they want to believe, and they will side with people who believe the same thing because it just. 
tells I, I them fi- they're I right. I fight it, man. Like I know I want to believe the other thing, and I try my best because of the and, show. And, and honestly, like, no. me and Brent got into an argument almost right before the show talking about this because he wants to believe this one thing, and I don't want to believe it. It's because right. you say balsa wood, and it, it drives well, me crazy. Well, it's because that, that was my thing. Like <laughs> as soon, I mean, literally, it was two minutes into this documentary, and they're like, they found foil in balsa wood, and I'm like, oh, this is bullshit. Like balsa wood, <laughs> and you think it's a UFO? Like get out of here. Like, so I ate a whole bolsa. I ate a whole chips. bolsa wood for dinner. <laughs> I don't say that weird like a bowl. So wood bolsa chips. wood. Bolsa wood chips. A bolsa whole bolsa wood, wood chips. chips. Yeah, so you ever have bolsa wood nachos? The other thing is that the big theory is that all of this was taken um from the general, and I found his is uh, Carswell uh, Air Force Base, and Brigadier General. Oh, you actually found an Air Force. I base? found it now. Ooh. Brigadier General uh, uh, Ramey takes it from Carswell Air Force Base to Wright Patterson Air Force Base, and again, yeah. this is the official account from the Air Force, from even all the investigators. Yeah. This is the, the trail. Whatever was at Roswell, yeah. its ultimate known destination is at Wright Patterson Air Force Base, which I believe is in Ohio. Ohio. Um, and the alleged bodies and the definite wreckage were, were all sent there. And everyone says that it was sent to hangar 18. And yes. I watched a piece of, uh, investigative journalism that went on to Wright Patterson air force base. And they were looking around mm-hmm. trying to find facts about this. And the fact of the matter is, is there is not, nor have there ever been 18 hangers on Wright no. Patterson air force base. There is no such thing as hangar 18 on yep. Wright Patterson air force base. Um, but there Are is you agreeing a- with that. I am agreeing with that. There is no such thing as Hangar 18 on Wright Patterson Air Force. Yeah, if you look at aerial aerial views, there is no Hangar 18. Or at least there wasn't in 1947. You're just taking that? Like they say there's no Area 51. It's clearly there. Yes. Don't there isn't it. No, no, they don't they don't dispute there's not. Area 51. It's yeah, they Area say 52. It's it's, you just it, it's named something different to them is all. Groom, it, you Groom call Lake. it Area 51? Lake, they call it Groom yeah. Lake. So, yeah, and see they call it that. So it is, it is there. No, I do believe that there is not a Hangar 18. I don't know if we can trust this guy anymore. Look at him. But there is a building. I'm on his side right now. There's a building 18. And it clear yes. like the buildings have big numbers and yep. you see building 18, 18. Yep. Welcome. and building 18, Welcome to building 18 is right laboratory. And, uh, the journalist said when he looked into it, this is not where the foreign technology division is. And it never would have been logically taken to building 18. Yep. It would have been taken to like a lot of people say it was taken to building 620, which is their avionics lab. And it has underground tunnels beneath it and that they claim it was stored in an underground vault and that that's the only underground vault on yeah. Wright Patterson, um, according to all the, the blueprints. However, building 620 was not built until the 1960s. So they couldn't have taken it to buildings. Well, yeah. They always put their secrets on the bullshit meter. Yeah. Right. That's anyway, right. Yeah. like my, my issue with the letter is that, it doesn't matter what the letter said. They were obviously doing a video interview or something for the news to put out, like showing like, hey, this is what we found, blah, blah, blah. Why is this guy sitting there? If they're trying to divert anything from being a UFO or flying, you know, finding a disc, why is he sitting there with that letter saying that stuff? Because obviously it was something he was reading. So I totally discredit the letter that they would give it to him because that's information they wanted to get out. They wanted people to think it was a UFO. To cover up right. what the Air Force was actually doing. But th- I so, mean, if, if that's the thing, if the Air Force, I mean, if the Air Force was doing a cover up by saying it's a UFO, yeah, yeah. then they would have wanted them. They would have wanted the because what there. better way to get anybody off of their trail 
than to put UFO out there. Like right. people are going to well, go some bananas. Some people think that's the entire disinformation yeah. thing. That's why UFOs exist. Yeah, right. because they, I mean, people will totally go bananas. Like, oh my gosh, like people, oh my God, oh my gosh, B-A-N-A-N-A-S. guys. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Yes. Um, <laughs> nope. <laughs> you made me bring it up. Um, you know, like they were so mystified by these UFOs that they didn't worry about anything else going on. And like I said, right, right before the music kicked in at the end, one of the things that a skeptic who debunks quite a bit of the stuff, he's the same guy that yeah. really shot down Marcel and investigated yeah. his background and said he was a fraud. Um, one of his theories was that because the Soviets were gaining so much traction in, and the cold war was just yeah. beginning, they even wanted this leak of like, UFO. we found alien technology because if people and we're going to be all powerful it, right. because we have that right if it, it's this I mean, crazy it was, metal it's a crazy thing to throw yeah. out into the into the media yeah. sphere to spook your enemy but if the americans were all falling for it then the russians might all fall for yeah. it as well and then people are more afraid and, of, and if you look at the moon landing thing like how crazy was it to be the first one to land on the moon? You know what I mean? Like that fight was like, nobody knows, nobody knows, but I'm saying though, the the Russians and the Chinese also wanted to land on the moon first. Like it was, it's like a, you know, who's more powerful thing. And why did we get chosen to have the UFO land here, you know, or crash here, you know? So, um, I don't know. Also, I I mean, the other thing that I need to say is this area, I mean, this area of New Mexico is home to the Manhattan Project. It's home to Almagadro. It's home to endless think tanks and top secret Air Force bases because it's the middle of the desert. You can't get there, especially in 47. There weren't even paved roads. Things are going on. There's shit getting built, weirdness getting designed, stealth planes are being worked on, like new nukes, like this is where the underground testing happens. People in the desert are crazy anyway. Like, why would you live in the desert unless you're crazy? Unless you're crazy 1947 desert people. So, I mean, God knows what was being covered up, but something was being covered up. And perhaps a UFO did crash and the Air Force was like, oh, shit, I can't believe that idiot said the UFO Matter of fact, I think they confused God. Like, yeah, like, oh, shit, everything's going on. What's what's happening? I invented UFOs. I didn't know I did. (laughs) Yeah. When did this happen? Who told me? Jesus, come here now. Get over here, Jesus. You're fucking grounded. Where's the UFOs UFOs come from? Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, like, again, my bodies. No. Give me a fucking break. Um, Uh, I'm I'm saying that material was found. People think it was UFOs. They were covering up. Air Force uh, secrets, uh, and that and that's what happened. I mean, there was and no I, internet. There was no, you know. I promise nobody you, had cameras. I know? promise you, if some cutting edge government shit crashed right now, yeah. and you got your hands on it, you might very well be looking at components of it and well, thinking, "Oh my god, this like yeah. this metal's Crazy. invisible. It's from outer space." Yeah. And it's like, no, not really. We've it's had just, it since the forties. Yeah, it's like when the aliens I mean, crashed. So the weird shit that they even found and touched, I can't say that it wasn't a human made, you yeah. know, uh, thing. And the, I mean, the other, another conspiracy theory out there, which is much more mundane is simply that it was a Russian equivalent of a mogul balloon that crashed. Yeah. And so we didn't know what was happening and that it yeah. got rushed away and got treated with such seriousness because it was someone else spying on us. It was a foreign craft that crashed from another, uh, from a, from an yeah. enemy, uh, uh, co- uh company. 
uh, country um, from, I mean, from so, I mean there, there's another, uh, HBO did it. There's another really good chance that, I mean, it's just some other shit that crashed. Someone was spying yeah. on the top secret stuff and the Air Force had to cover it up. So could've I definitely been, think there was a Chinese balloon. You've been, you've they been, love the color purple and they kind of write in hieroglyphics. That's true. So I don't understand Chinese. Yeah. I don't understand Chinese. Yeah. Yeah. So, so me and Dave been talking. I mean, are you pretty much solid on you think it was UFO? I was writing down stuff. Um, like I said earlier, I I want to believe in my gut that it was this, UFO. And we talked about this before. And as soon as I, I, as soon as we said, what do we think? I'm like Bermuda Triangle. Like this shit is bunk. Well, like, you know what the big problem I have with it is like if aliens have such technology, I feel like they wouldn't have accidents. I don't think they would go down. Like, I think that if they can, like, jump through, like, wormholes in the universe and they've come this far, that they don't break down like a Volkswagen on the side of the road. Like, yeah. that they don't come flaming to the ground. Like, the UFO crash thing always bothers me because I feel like if they could make it here, that stuff's been worked out. Like, they're not crashing. They have some weird force field. Or- well, and this is the crazy thing, too, that we talked about Tesla, and he had a UFO design before this. Right. So I feel like, I feel like maybe it maybe could they're be, using like, it. Even if it was future us, I feel like we wouldn't crash. I know accidents happen. (laughs) By definition, an accident is an accident. We fuck shit up all the time, man. I think about... I think, I mean, I think about the fact, and granted, this would be a complete different, radically different level of technology, presumably from what an advanced UFO, you know, alien craft would be. But it's like, how many missions did we launch to Mars that didn't even make it to Mars? Like they just got fucking lost because the slingshot trajectory was wrong. How many get to a planet and burn up on reentry and don't quite make it? Like, especially if this alien craft was a drone, if this alien craft was sent you know on an yeah. automated program to do something and there was no pilot there and yeah there's always a first and a beginning it mm-hmm. could be yeah. that they're just at the beginnings of visiting the earth and then yeah. that happened yeah. and there's it. always the oh shit there's something in the air sir shoot it down <laughs> like i mean there's always the someone shot it down factor yeah, that could have well. been their apollo you know? yeah, yeah like- i mean yeah yeah they yeah. might have been here you <laughs> it, know faking a moon landing in the desert the issue is there's so many bullshit claims surrounding it and then there's so many facts, you know, like it, alleged facts, the facts alleged facts. I mean, yeah, I mean, but you have the facts, you have facts put out by the Air Force. You know what I mean? You have. But are they true? And that's the thing. On this know. one, the right. facts on this one are a newspaper article on July 8th, 1947, right. and a newspaper article on July 9th, yep. 1947. And all the rest of it is statements. Is witness statements and hearsay. And the thing that's the most problematic about it is it's mostly witness uh, testimonials that happened starting in 1978 about something yeah. that happened in 1947. That's rough. That's, that's a long yeah. time. That's a yeah. cold motherfucking case yeah. right yeah. there. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, so, so, I mean, to me, that's part of the problem. I mean, there there's, and again, you get online, there's a million theories. None of them line up. Um, even, even people who aren't trying to be conspiracy theorists. Like if you go to biography.com and something else, it's like, they say this guy discovered this stuff on June such and such. And another source says it was a different date. I mean, even just mundane shit doesn't line up on yeah. this one. Um, but again, there's such a gap between when the events happened and when anyone gave a shit and started interviewing yeah. that there, I mean, I'm surprised it's as consistent as it is. If you asked me some shit that happened to me 30 years ago, like was that on the eighth or the ninth? I don't fucking know. Yeah. Like I don't really, even know if yeah, it was but in if the you, summer. If you follow that, like if you live it, you know what I mean. Like and you really remember it and believe it, then you know you'll 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 remember. 
Maybe. Sometimes your memories twist <laughs> and embellish and exaggerate. Like Yours is. Stories. Well, no, everybody's is. That's the thing. Like, like I mean, in, my, in a court in, of law, a witness is horrible. Like, right. people can't remember if a guy that shot them was wearing a blue shirt or a red shirt or if he was black or white. I'm glad I have three the, foot two or six foot one. I have the alibi of this show of talking about how I don't remember anything. I'm slowly building an alibi <laughs> so I can true. never be <laughs> called true. in as a witness. Yeah. No, yeah. memories are reliably, uh, are, are, are amazingly unreliable. I yeah. mean, my memories of me in high school were so someone who they're also reliably unamazing they didn't I, like i remember myself as a kid who didn't like anybody and um was socially awkward well and, and i that, cannot and that couldn't that. have been yeah i mean that Jesus. must be twisted yeah. memories yeah I, I wouldn't think so i would never have thought that <laughs> i mean that's just like people say like you know you're talking to somebody i almost beat up somebody in walmart you know like really like you almost you, beat them up you or got did mad you just think or about did it you, you guys you thought about it you thought about it like me i'll turn around and tell you what the fuck's up like like if i say almost beat somebody up in Walmart, they almost got beat up. Right. Like, but most people, you just thought about it, you right. know, like, so that's the thing. Like people do embellish their memories. You know what I right. mean? Like they, what they thought has become real in their head. So I don't know. So look into it. Something crashed 47 so, in the desert. The air yeah. force covered it up. What it is, yeah. you can dig deeper and try to find out. And if you come to some conclusion or you think we're wrong, by all means, yeah. hit us up on social media web links. Yep. And and we are experts on aircraft. So this right here should be a no brainer. You should yeah. leave us. I mean, no we've problem. studied air. We've studied aircraft designs dating all the way back to ancient Egypt when they yes. first made planes. That's so, right. So, so, I mean, we yeah. So your degree, about. I mean, <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah. So uh, shout out another couple shout outs. I'll save some for the next episode. But um, I got to say, if you want to get on Twitter, uh, follow us on Twitter. If you're not already, um, there's an interesting character named Dude Passerbyer who talks about how my mom is a whore and how many dicks I've sucked. <laughs> so very funny guy. Um, loves the podcast. Just another shout out to him. I shouted him out last week. Uh, makes me laugh every time I get on there um, because then he asked that guy's funny. A fucking he is funny. stupid question about who runs the Twitter account. I do, motherfucker. <laughs> so, you know, that's what's up. Like, I want to be friends with that guy. Yeah, no, bad. no, no. Very, very awesome. Uh, Jared Mars, longtime fan. Um, just want to give a shout out to him. Awesome guy. Retweets everything. Uh, Mike Money. We haven't shouted out him in a while. Uh, Mike Money's on there just blasting us. Uh, just I don't think you've not shouted Mike Money out ever, actually. Yeah. No, I, I mean, think it's been a week. I mean, Mike I like Money. I like too. Mike Money so much, I yell his name out during sex. Yeah, I've heard so, that. So, you've, <laughs> what? You've heard it? From your bushes. Oh, okay. That's, uh, that's hot, Dave. <laughs> Damn. That's just, <laughs> So anybody else? I'll, I have I'll save a, some for. I have our in-show shout-outs for this episode. Oh, okay, which, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. None of which have anything to do with our topic, and in no particular order. These guys are all funny. Starting with Jason Roscom, who you guys have heard before. He's been on the show. Uh, he said, "I'm eating a ton of carbs right now, Brent." Oh fucker! What yeah. Just, so these are your live time. This, this, this is a live. This is our live. See, these guys know we're on a diet, and they're yeah. dicks. Like so, that's an uh, asshole. Andrew Stevens said, "I want some Ruger gear," but he spelled Ruger wrong, so disqualified. Yeah, we don't have any of that. <laughs> However, he then posted and a shout out. You got that one. You win. Yeah. Uh, Terry McGee said, "Tell Brad the baby basher to get off his damn phone." What? And uh, how do you know? Because the picture I posted, you're on. Your phone. Uh, and then the <laughs> last one, and I didn't do it in this order, but the best one. I was like, sure. this was like a fucking stalker. I thought he was looking through the little window thing. If we, we declare, if we have to declare a winner of the uh, in in show quotes while while we're recording, it's going to be Arthur David this week for if Jack helped you off a horse, would you help Jack off a horse? <laughs> 
Of course we would. Wow, thank yeah. you for the... And I would expect Arthur a milkshake in return. Thank, thank you all for the meaningful contribution yeah. to our Roswell conversation. Our fans are highly intellectual. <laughs> yes. Um, but again, I and do... Russian, apparently. That's our demo. As we're closing again, I really want to thank uh, Jennifer Rice for shouting out and giving some money to Alexandra Coswell or Caswell on her youcaring.com uh, uh, account. So again, get in touch and with us, Jennifer Rice. Yep. Um, and we will send you... Also, again, much props <laughs> to Anonymous, but... Uh, uh, since we know who you are, Jen Rice, please let us know um, an address so we can send you your swag bag. And then don't forget our sponsors. So yeah. uh, this week we need to thank uh, Salt7. Um, we've talked about them numerous times. If it's your first time listening to the show, um, they are a sensory deprivation float center in Bakersfield. Um, but it's worth uh, you know a drive if you're in the surrounding area. Yeah, two um, hours easy. It's worth yeah, it. Yeah, it's easy to find them on Facebook. Salt7, it's S-A-L-T, the number seven, and then E-V-E-N. So Salt7, find them on Facebook. Dark Side Graphics, they make all of our t-shirts and koozies. Um, they're also on uh, Facebook, but it's graphics with an X. Um, we'd like to thank Digital Creations for making our coffee mugs, our travel mugs, keychains, stickers, um, mouse pads, all kinds of cool swag, which will be coming to our online merch store pretty soon. Um, I actually talked to our web guy yesterday. That's in the works and happening. And then last but not least, obviously, our main sponsor and uh, is El Yucateco Hot Sauce. And uh, I talk about them all the time. I swear to God, I have a bottle hot sauce in my pocket i'm not just happy to see you it's in there <laughs> yeah. right now um our, i take that stuff too yeah. me and brad have been going to lunch all week because we're on our low carb diet we've been eating lettuce wrap burgers with hot sauce yeah and, and those those up. yeah and those pictures aren't staged like literally brent has bottles like mini bottles stashed in his car he's like hey is one over there in the handle i'm like that, that's a true story there it is I was there like, oh i forgot the hot sauce wait i have one packed in the handle over there yeah. so and I, like i am passionate about that hot sauce no joke uh i know we're like we're in the game you think we're selling something but lots of people have been posting this week if you have hot sauce and if you bought it because you like it or you bought it because we told you, yeah. post it and give us a shout out. Just thank Sofa King Podcast and El Yucateco because uh, we get El Yucateco, give us that Checo credit uh, if you uh, <laughs> if you give us a shout out. That counts. So, you know, that's an official sponsor. And you have to remember, we got to show the sponsors love if this stuff drives you crazy because, you know, we do this show. So you guys listen for free and somebody's got to pay for it. So yep. um, make sure you love our sponsors because they got great stuff and we should have that online yeah. merch store up pretty soon yeah we appreciate it yeah. um yeah yeah online merch will be up soon um we're, if we're handing out stickers i mean you guys are all you're doing is hitting us up and we're giving you free shit so yeah if you get uh, something in the really mail argue. post it and then yeah. just say tag Thank us you. That's all tag us if you if you're if you're uh if you're using a uh, hot sauce and you're on instagram you know they're lucateco underscore hot sauce uh tag them uh they know they have to do presentations and and show that we're actually putting work in so and also uh, um, we appreciate if, it if you follow us on instagram go like our facebook it's super hard yeah. facebook thinks we're cussing because of our name yeah. and they won't let us do anything Thing, yeah, so they're stupid. So we need some Facebook love. Um, you know, it and the other thing too, Tyrone will have a uh, Instagram up soon. Oh, um, no. oh so God. he's he's very computer illiterate, um, and illiterate, but um. <laughs> Not because he's black. I didn't say that because he's I racist. Felt it. I felt uh, it. I know. Yeah, I saw the tension in your eyes. So, um, so I'm gonna help him get that up. So it should be pretty good. That's what she said. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is that it? That's it. That's it. That's all we got. I think so. If, you, we, if you can't find El Yucateco hot sauce, message me. Yeah. Um, they're awesome. Like literally some guy couldn't find it in his town. Yucateco, I gave Yucateco the address. They gave me the corner store that had it at some little Mercado. Gangster. Yeah. Like if you can't find it, it's probably we'll a Walmart for red and green. Yeah, we know. We'll help you. Yeah, we got it. Yep. So if that's it, don't be retarded. East Point smokes a dang. Call it all in the Hey, though.
you know got the skanks Everybody, uh, you know what I'm saying? Well, it's the M.I. Crooked Letter, ain't no one better. And when I'm on the microphone, you best to wear your sweater. Cause I'm cooler than the polar bear's toenails. Oh, hell, there he go again. Talking that shit, Ben. Corners like I was a curve, I struck a nerve. And now you about to see this southern plague serve. I heard it's not where you from, but where you pay rent. Then I heard it's not what you make, but how much you spend. You got me bent like elbows, amongst other things, but I'm not worried. Cause when we set up in the party, like I'm out you story. So go get your fucking shine box and your sack of nickels. It tickles to see you try to be like Mr. Pickles. Daddy fat sex, B-I-G-B-O-I Is that same motherfucker that took them knuckles to your eye And I try to warn you not to test But you don't listen Giving a shout out to my uncle Donnell Locked up in prison I'll throw your hands in the air And wave them like they just don't care And if they like fish and grits And all that pimp shit Everybody let me hear you say Oh yeah, girl I'll throw your hands in the air And wave them like they just don't care And if they like fish and grits And all that pimp shit Everybody let me hear you say Oh yeah, girl I'll throw your hands in the air And wave them like they just don't care And if they like fish and grits And all that pimp shit Everybody let me hear you say Oh yeah, girl My oral illustration be like clitoral stimulation to the female gender. Ain't nothing better. Let me know when it's wet enough to enter. If not, I wait because the future of the world depends on if or if not the child we raise gon' have that nigga syndrome. I will it know to beat the arse regardless of his skin tone. I will it feel that if in tune it just might get picked on. I will it give a fuck about what others say and get gone. The alienators cause we different. Keep your hand to the sky like sounds of blackness when I practice what I preach. It don't lie. I be the maker and the maker of the piece of my pie. Now break a break a tin bow. Can I get some reply? Now everybody say. Hands in the air and wave them like they just don't care. And if they like fish and grits and all that pimp shit, everybody let me hear you say, Oh, yeah, girl. Now hold your hands in the air and wave them like they just don't care. And if they like fish and grits and all that pimp shit, everybody let me hear you say, Oh, yeah, girl. Day I sit while my nigga be in school Thinking about the second album at the dungeon Shooting pool like ES to the PN Cause we just to the B ends the zone Honey, I'm home, but I'm not married Carried a lot of problems around being frustrated And now I'm sitting at the end of the month I just made it like you made the B team And like your daddy's wife, you making it off You heard the AT alley and so back the hell up off Softly as if I played piano in the dark Found a way to channel my anger not to involve The world's a stage and everybody got to play their part God works in mysterious ways So when he starts the job of speaking through us We be so sincere with this here No drugs or alcohol so I can get the signal clear as day Put my clock away, I got a stronger weapon That never runs out of ammunition So I'm ready for war, okay? Now throw your hands in the air And wave them like they just don't care And if they like fish and grits and all that pimp shit Everybody let me hear you say, oh yeah, girl 